It's now time for Good, Bad and Ugly on Fridays in the Top End. Robbie, it is now time for the NTFL Good, Bad and Ugly, the segment that causes waves all over social media. Uh, are we going to start with the good or the ugly? Let's start with the good. Good. Uh, the Rusker effect. Uh, districts now sit pretty on top of the ladder. I reckon they had probably one fly-in on the weekend with Maddie Dennis. Um, and they've got some young players that I thought that struggled at the start of the year, um, but now they're booming and they're those guys, Brody Lale and Grenfell on the end. And all week, you know, put... So you think they're well into premiership contention right now? Yeah, I think the three best sides are pretty stand and, like stand out at the moment. And Districts, um, it just depends on which two fly-ins they do bring in um, uh, outside of Denner. But mm. they look really good. And well, Charlie Mc... It's good to say that. He's, he's, he took... Um, he took Fowler, who I've got mm. big wraps on, and kept him in his pocket. So I've got some... And their line, I thought, really outworked the Saints forward line, which I haven't seen much in the last months. Is that role new to Charlie? Really defensive type? I, I think so. Yeah, and he went off him a bit as mm. well. But there might have been a rumour that Fowler done his hammy early. Yeah. But I don't know how true that was. But he definitely twinged it. He wasn't probably right to come back and they pushed him back in. Yep. So when we were talking in the pre-show, we were talking about the good and absolutely no arguments from me making the Rusker effect your good this week. Mm. But Waratahs are just going across nicely, aren't they? They could have been somewhat yep. in contention to be to be in this segment. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think they were semi-strong on the weekend and Nycliffe mm. definitely chucked in all chips to beat them. Um, and I know Nycliffe were pretty disappointed and there was a lot of tension on the bench. Um, but yeah, I, I think Waratahs are putting along pretty nicely. But whoever gets that top spot is going to be really in a box seat Um but I sort of do think it's a Saints grand final against either Districts or um, Waratahs at this stage. Um, but having those two finals where you're sitting pretty and you get those two two chances of making the grand final, it's, it's a massive difference. Yeah, the bad. The bad's Pints. Um, they, they stuffed up in this statement game against Tiwi. Um, they, they win on the weekend, they move to fourth. People believe they struggle against sides with pace and the sides are the, like that of Tiwi and Buffs, etc. And they were unable to uh, debunk that theory on the weekend. And on the odds, you know, Tiwi were ten dollars, and it was it was, an, it was a very disappointing game from Pints, and a game that would have um, really stamped them as stamped some respect in the competition. And they missed that opportunity. Yeah, I always go back and think, how good would someone like Stephen Motlop be for them? When Shannon mm. Motlop was appointed as coach, I think, and I think a lot of people thought that you would see an influx of Wanderers players coming across, or maybe players that aren't getting a game for, in the Premier mm. League at Wanderers and blokes with Shannon's connections. But yep. it has mainly been like a, a pint team and players from down south it's um do you think they need more local players or do they need to recruit specifically players uh that yeah. come with a lot of pace like how do I they think, combat i think that? they do need two or three sort of players like that or they need to figure a different way out to play against tiwi and buffaloes and those sides that are more quicker than maybe a bit more of a, a zone set up at st mary's when tiwi were pretty dominant in my early years there uh, it went we, real physical, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they went physical. Um, both wingers dropped back, had an eight-man defense, and then when we won the football, we spread and controlled the footy. Um, and Tiwi, was some, at that stage, were a little bit slow to pair off, and we beat Tiwi with an underman side. Mm. I think it was Brett Hand that might have coached that one as well. But that's how I'd probably move it for Pints, and they definitely they, they look like a lesser version of a Waratahs or a Nycliffe for mine mm. right now, and they need that little bit more pace to set them up. Having that home ground advantage, you should never lose at home when you're no. mm. oval. So 
Yeah, to the bottom side. They need to work on as well, yeah, to make sure it is a, a fortress when picked side. Especially sides like Tiwi who are down near the bottom, you should be able to smash them. Yeah, maybe a bit more space as well at um, TIO that Tiwi probably would have won. But Tiwi did look like the better side, didn't they? We will crack into it more when we do our proper review, but I reckon that they were hurt by the heat as well. Tiwi had more local players, and I think that helped them. The ugly. Okay, so the ugly is Palmerston. Flying Saga, Ablet, playing Ablett against Saints. Expectations are and were high. A loss to a middle-tier side in Wanderers. All things lead to them not playing finals right now for mine. Um, it stinks of November premiers and April Fools. Ooh, that was a good line. Thanks. When did you come up with that one on Monday? Uh, nah. No, I think that's one of my old man's lines. Um, because a lot of sides do start start well, start the season, get ahead of themselves. And I, d- I didn't think Palmerston got too ahead of themselves compared to previous years, but they are, you know, they're going out to, to play finals. They haven't got a side that's sustainable for the future, I think. Um, it's a sort of here and now team, and they're not, yeah, they're not performing to the level I expected. And, yeah. It's a game of inches, isn't it, Raph? Like, the season can be flying and then all of a sudden, you know, have an issue with the league or a couple of key players get injured or, you know, there's talk about Baxter Mench and Sam Cohesi and these players potentially going back to Victoria. Mm-hmm. If that happens, it leaves Palms in a bit of a bad spot, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And you need that squad of at least, um, you know, I always say about 30 to 32 because um, mm. that's what's going to win you the premiership at the end of the day, those last six or seven players and that squad that you can pick from and, you know, once you start picking outside of that, mm. um, which I think Palmerston have had to do over the previous weeks, you see him fall away pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that theory, Raph. I, my idea was if you put 30, 32 names in a hat and you pick out 24, you should be that side should be good enough to win a flag. And that's how I'd sort of do it. And they do sort of drop off a bit after those top-tier blokes. And there's an interesting stat from the weekend from Palmerston. They had uh, 300 disposals, but only uh, 33 inside 50s. Like... It's a worry. What does that tell you? So you're a coach. You have a background. Mm. People who just numbers, what does that tell you? It tells me they're chipping the ball to around too much, trying to play that corridor footy. And Not even when we've enough. watched them, they're getting that launch pad 60, 70 out from goal, 80 out from goal, and they go back corridor again. Yeah. And it's like – and obviously their back lines consistently racks up numbers, and it's sort of like, what are they doing? And high efficiency as well, but they're sort of like just chipping around together. So yeah. it is a bit of a worry there, their ball movement. I agree. I think it's hard to play that game style as well with territory footy with the slippery ball and all mm. of that sort of stuff. Plenty more to come here on SCN Fridays in the top end. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin. We will love your listing.